Hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at. I know I'm in an alleyway. I know. I know how I look. But I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers. That's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Did you know? Okay. That uh huh. There is a Twitch channel for the U.S. Army esports. What? <laughs> <laughs> there is a U.S. Army esports uh, Twitch channel. I learned about this because I am in a Discord channel with some friends, and they posted what people are posting in the comment section, mm-hmm. and it's all stuff having to do with like <laughs> references to like U.S. Army, uh, like massacres oh and tragedies God. and all these things of like hey remember this uh like Viet- the my lie massacre oh and like God. all these other things and they're it would just be like somebody posts a thing like that and then person has been banned and then another <laughs> oh, person no. would say something and the person has been banned and it's it just goes into like man this is a really uh a person says damn for seven thousand viewers this chat is slower than the u.s military pulling out of a fake oil war it's like that <laughs> kind of stuff at the u.s army is just like no no it's like but fighting it's, the rising tide like you know that the internet has infinite number of people that can make it, new accounts exactly it's one of those it's one of those like how, how do you do fellow kids of the u.s army trying to be like hey you know what's really cool yo the military industrial complex yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey let's get streaming and you're just like hey you, of course this is gonna happen they so, do this to normal people. So Why wouldn't they go against the army? Is it just regular esports, but played by active military personnel? I didn't look that far into it, but I presume they were playing. Uh, I could see what game they were playing. It was uh, Rainbow Six Siege, which is fairly tactical and has an esports scene. Wouldn't it so be maybe? wild if they were just really crap at that game? It would be pretty wild. I, <laughs> I was like, what games could they be playing that would be like appropriate for U.S. military? And I'm like, Call of Duty? Battlefield? You know, it's all fun and games when you're playing some Call of Duty with your friends and, you know, you're shooting some guys. If I found out the other team was all military members, I would be like, that's too real, y'all. Like, you need to stop. They're <laughs> they're doing like tag signs. They're just like, all right, cut the pie, cut the pie, <laughs> flashbang. Like, too go, real, go, go. too real. This is what you do to real human beings, not even digital ones. This is gross. Is it? What if they are bad at it though? What if they're terrible? <laughs> I feel like it's a lose lose for me because if they're really good, I'm like, that's really sad because you're very efficient at your jobs and your jobs mm-hmm. is hurting people. And Getting- if they're really bad at it, I'm like, well, you're supposed to be defending me, and now this feels really <laughs> bad. <laughs> I was gonna say that it's a lose lose for them because if they win, it's a it's like um the thing of uh fighting a girl when you're especially when you're younger and it's like well if you win you just beat up a girl and if you lose then you just lost to you, a girl yeah you just lost to a girl yeah it's um, a definitely a lose lose yeah <laughs> not that women cannot I have a friend that could absolutely wipe the floor with me let's just she say does MMA. <laughs> Let's just I say have, that neither of us are particularly helpful in any sort of form of physical altercation. And that's the main reason why I don't do arm wrestling. 
That is an actual... Re- I don't arm wrestle people because it is a, a lose-lose. I feel like I don't... Even when you win, you're like, okay, I I won, but I also had a lot of strain usually. Yeah, There's like, no winning. You walk away from an arm wrestle either way feeling kind of bad. If you destroy them, oh, that wasn't fair. That's I, not... It doesn't count. Uh, if it's a good, like a, there's the only good one is if it's a decent enough struggle, but you still have the upper hand that's the like, entire time. That's the thing. Arm wrestles are a lot, are, are similar to like seesaws where like, it's really hard to find someone who you're very evenly matched against. You know, like yeah. you and your friend are like walking, like me and my girlfriend, we walk it all. I'll be like, I'll see a seesaw. And I'll be like, oh, that's fun. Let's go on the seesaw. And then we both get on and it's just me sitting on the ground and she's <laughs> sitting up in the air. And I'm like, this is dumb. Why is this a toy? This is stupid. You gotta, you gotta really use your legs, and also it's made for children who are all. All children are the same size until a certain age. All kids that are within a year of each other are like plus or minus ten pounds. Once they get to like what age ten, usually girls uh grow faster, right? And then boys catch up. It, but like, it's so and then funny like, thinking back to like elementary school and thinking back to like. Everybody knew that there was like the big kid on the playground, and now you're like, oh yeah, it's still a fucking kid. He's he's an idiot. Like, yeah, you could tiny. Well, you could chuck him like twenty feet. You're an adult now. You could absolutely <laughs> chuck a child. <laughs> That's not... How did we devolve from saying neither of us are good in a fight to saying we could beat up kids? How did? How we many get... kids could you beat up, Theo? I at least <laughs> I need to at know. least three. <laughs> I could probably beat up a lot of kids. I I'm not gonna lie. It depends on the age. You've also if been a know. camp counselor, so you've got experience handling children. Yeah. Listen, if a kid wants to be heavy. They are the heaviest thing in the world. Have you ever had a kid latch around your like your ankle? No, but I used to be that child who would just wrap their entire body around. I like, used to do that to my dad, calf. <laughs> and th- and then they have to. And then it's like having a big boot on, and you're just like <laughs> you're hobbling. You're like this is the opposite of moon boots. I was and promised bouncy and floatiness, and this is concrete. And the and they are like, this is my life now. I know nothing other than this. And so they I... grab on with <laughs> like an iron grip, and then you're like, I can tear it apart. I could like take take your hands off of me. But also, I know it's gonna hurt you because yes. you're using so much force. Another lose lose. Yeah. Yes. Do I hurt this child or do I allow it to get away with this? It and then you realize I can tickle this child, and uh, then you do that. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the ultimate. Uh, victory here in segment city welcome to segment city <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast in which we tickle children i guess no we don't do that uh do you think we... they, do you think that the first version of children that god invented were <laughs> just that like they they weren't ticklish <laughs> they they weren't the ticklish chat. and and he was like we need to install a back door we need to get a back door in here <laughs> that is only accessible to older adults and so that we can deal with these children and so he, he... he invented ticklishness <laughs> Did, <laughs> do you think the first version of children were just tiny adults <laughs> like <laughs> just tiny you just took them and he just took the corner like a photoshop and just shrunk it so god god like goes to his panel and he's like so this is my first version what's your feedback and they're like lose the facial hair make them ticklish i don't don't like how they look up at me and they ask me about my 401k i don't love it it. i hate it i don't like when they they talk about the stock market to me can we make them just like very dumb (laughs) can they get on the ground floor of intelligence and then kind of work its way up because that would be fun it's pretty demeaning to have someone who can both wrap themselves around your leg like a boot and then also tell you that they have more in their savings account than you can we choose a link here (laughs) If they're giving me stock exchange advice, I think we're not doing good. <laughs> I think this is a bad 
bad thing. This is okay. This is a podcast in which Theo and I talk about what children must have been like when they were early editions of children. Do you think maybe they were like little play dolls? Like they're just blobs of pink and other colors. And he's like, "Is this good? Is this, is this, is this what this you good? want?" I had. It's like when you have the bucket of Legos and none of the colors match, but you're making a house, yeah. so your house is all colored, all multicolored. He's like, I had fun with this one. I made it green. I just, went wild. I just went wild with it. You know, I let my mind explore. And, you know, I put, I put like a, a nose and but it's where its ear should be. Is that fun? And <laughs> then fun? I think it'll it'll just kind of like drift over to its right place. Is that is that fun? Are we it's, good? it's like in like put it in the oven and everything will just like rearrange itself. You know, mm-hmm. that I like this version of God who is like a, a host at a party where he doesn't know if everyone's having a good time. It's like, is this good? He's like, guys? should I? Should, is this good? Do you guys having a good time with this baby? <laughs> and everyone's like, well, we're having a good time, but this baby's weird. Do you want me to get some dip? We would love some dip. Okay, but also let me show you 2.0, <laughs> baby. I think this is like it's a PowerPoint. He's just like, so you see, we're gonna the the I'm seeing big dividends. We're on these streamlining babies. the whole baby process. <laughs> I really killed it with puppies. I don't know how to make if babies we can make more, better. If we, if we can get more puppy into the baby formula, that would be great. Would, yeah, make them a little chubbier. That's oh, perfect. Uh, this is a podcast in which Theo and I present segments each week, and that was just a very that was that was that barely was a, a long, segment. That was just, that was just a long. That was one. just a long one. Let's just go into a, a quick Will's uh, stupid thought, which I thought of when I was coming up with another one of my segments. There is a morbid kind of fame from being the victim of a famous serial killer. Mm. And wh- where right. does right. Uh, being this... killed by a famous serial killer kind of rank on your <laughs> ratings? <laughs> on my all-time ratings? Uh, well, first, it is it was weird where, like, yeah, you've, you've made it onto Wikipedia. But yes. you're under, like, you have to click in the sub link of, like, it, so-and-so killed... 12 people and there's the link and those are the 12 people yeah that's pretty morbid because this is brought on by spoiler alert i'm doing a segment about jack Jack the ripper um who has very he has five victims that are the canonical five and it's like they're all prostitutes from victorian england it's like you would ripper only killed five people so this is he has the canonical five, which is like okay, we we're pretty sure these are all his because there's like it, it could go up to like I think twenty or something like that that could be for him. But he's yeah, it is like famous. five. He's pretty famous for only killing five people. There are I mean people in history who have killed a lot more than five people that oh, we don't know oh, about. Oh yeah, I actually find that very interesting. Though I think the reason behind it is because he's the first like publicly followed in the papers like mostly mm. before then it was like oh i a woman came up and she was dead anyone identified the body like that was it but it's like these ones were very <laughs> anybody know who this lady is she's dead yeah, i don't, I don't, I don't know. know um and also and some guys very... in the corner is like come on write the newspaper article <laughs> about me my name's my name's alex the slayer come on <laughs> And then he starts writing a letter to them, and they're like, oh, we don't care, though. Don't <laughs> He's care. like, mm, I am the devil on the night. And they're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> no, no, you're not. And then Jack the Ripper does it, and they're just like, oh, fuck yes. This is great. This guy. It created the first, uh, like, like the first kind of news cycle of, that was only that. Because mm-hmm. new, newspapers were really into it. Um, also because the it was, like, very gruesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, I think murders were more like, mm, I have... 
I've stabbed you once in the stomach, and that will be enough of, of that. Like, <laughs> and now I've he, had my fill. Or is he disemboweled? But like these are these are Whitechapel London uh, prostitutes that I know the names of. And it's very interesting to me that it's like it is a weird kind of thing. Like your name, there's the the concept of like the second death, um, right? That I think is in like Mexican folklore. I only know that from uh, what's that Pixar movie? <laughs> from uh, from Coco. From Coco. <laughs> you know it from Coco. Yeah, um, it was invented by Coco. That's, it was that's invented who invented by... the, the those, idea of the second death. Those yes. Pixar guys, they, those Pixar they know guys, their stuff. They went down to Mexico and they were like, ooh, remember me. Mm, this is intriguing. Mm, wonderful. They also came up with talking toys. Uh-huh. A rat. A rat that talks and cooks. Uh-huh. You ever think about that? They came out with a uh, talking car. Hey. Kachuga, got him. Hey, what? Hey, what were they smoking? Am I right? <laughs> good, good jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they just make things talk. Anyway, it is just a weird kind of. This is just a, a quick thought of. It's interesting that these people kind of have a extended second death. To, an- to answer term- to answer your original question, it ranks pretty low on my would like to die by list. Yeah, I'm I'm good without the second without the second I, remembrance. You know? If I'm if I'm going to be murdered by anyone though, I think it would be by a, a famous serial. Me, I think right? that would be because it's like I'm already gonna die. I might as well. If it's not painful, then sure. All right, so we can um, make a pact right here that if if you're gonna you know if you're getting sick, I'll become mm-hmm. a famous serial killer just so I can murder you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'll do that for you. Okay, that's fun. Um. <laughs> <laughs> There's also an interesting range of number of kills. This is a morbid, this is a weird, like, not fascination of mine, but I think this kind of stuff is interesting, where it's like, if it's a certain number of kills, you can kind of remember the names. If it goes past, it just becomes numbers. Right. If it's like, if it's like 35 people, you're like, that's just, that's too many. It's just a ton. That's just, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. There's a, a famous serial killer who basically like, he was like a, a wanderer. He was he was hitchhiker kind of guy, and he killed like they're like we don't know how many people he killed. He could have killed a ton. <laughs> we don't know. And it's like imagine being one of those people. That's the worst. That's worse than being like one of the famous victims. Anyway, from that, let's go to your segment. <laughs> Great transition, Will. Yeah, I'm killing him. You're killing him. This. Next segment is a repeated one. We're revisiting the adventures of Florida Man. Oh, Florida Man. This Florida time, Man. Florida Man. Florida Man. This edition of Florida Man from WTRF. Police. <laughs> w- <laughs> Police. WTRF. Washington Transit R- Railroad. Uh, Railroad. Florida. Florida, yeah. <laughs> Washington <laughs> Railroad, Florida. I'm great at improv. You said I wasn't. <laughs> this guy, this guy is starting all the railroad <laughs> businesses. Headline reads: Florida man lets 12 year old drive Jeep 85 <laughs> miles per hour. This is from okay. three weeks ago. From Jupiter, Florida, a Florida man is facing felony charges after police say he let a 12-year-old drive his SUV and told her to speed because he wanted to be a <laughs> quote-unquote cool father, <laughs> even though cool dude. even though he is not her dad. What? <laughs> oh, plot twist! You can't. Just... Plot twist. 
Oh, this is such a can of worms. Whose child is this? So we're going to get into it. Okay. Sean Mickelson, 41, told the arresting officer Monday that he is friends with the girl's mother and that the girl and her friend were staying with him for a few days, according to court records. He said the girl had asked her early in the day if he could drive his Jeep. So he thought it, quote unquote, would be cool and that he was trying to be a, quote unquote, cool father, the police report said. Mickelson also told officers he had been drinking. <laughs> of course he has. Jupiter officer Craig Yochum said that said in his report that he spotted the Jeep making a legal U-turn and then speed away at about 12.10 a.m. Monday. <laughs> he followed the Jeep around, reached the speeds at 85 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone before he was able to pull it over. He said that when he asked the 12-year-old why she was driving so fast, he said she said that Mickelson had told her to. Mickelson <laughs> is charged with child neglect, allowing an unauthorized person to drive and causing a minor to become delinquent, a delinquent for buying the girls vape pens. He said they requested <laughs> according fucking... to the authorities. What a fucking bozo. Hey, I love the, the part in this story where he just kind of looks at her and he goes like, Hey, ditch these cops. <laughs> got to speed away. <laughs> this is a fun, fun escape sequence. For, for your next lesson, the, when you hear the sirens and you see blue and red lights, you got to press the pedal all the way to the floor. At tw- how tall is this 12-year-old? They must have. He must have adjusted the seat for her to be able to touch the, the pedals. Like, yeah, so he was actually being a very competent instructor. You know, he's like, okay, now move the seat up. Now adjust your mirrors. Make yep. sure your seatbelt is fastened. Make sure all your passengers are fastened as well. Now look, put your ha- your right hand be- behind the seat rest. And now floor it. Gun it. Yeah. <laughs> Go, do and it if now. He, if you see any fucking pigs, then you know what to do. <laughs> She's like, I don't. And, and, and zoom away. I Just he's like got- I taught you. Take a sip, sick, sick rip from your vape, and blow that it. I bought their, for you. Yes, exactly. And then f- blow it out the window and and zoom away. I've never, uh, I've hung out with kids. I've never had the thought of like, I'm gonna be a cool dad to this random child. <laughs> like it's such a bold. <laughs> I'm just, it's a bold play, especially because it's immediately apparent what his thought process is. He's like, "Oh yeah, I want to, I want to get with her mom." That's the whole. His, that's the whole thing. Oh, I I didn't assume that there's any thought process. To be honest, <laughs> I thought it was just like I want to be cool to this. You know, you must be a real loser if you want to be cool to a twelve year old. He must have really tried with a fifteen year old and kind of failed and said, you know, "He's like, this is the age range that I'm the good 15-year-old at." Fifteen year old called to. him like a loser and kind of like you know rode off on his bike or something. And he was like, you know what? That's fair. It's uh, pretty fair. I'm a loser. It's fine. Maybe I should have offered to buy him a vape instead of a cigar. He's not old enough for it yet. <laughs> I don't even... I've taken a puff of cigar. and that's It's terrible. <laughs> well, then, you you probably don't think this guy's very cool. This The teenager would, like, light it and then inhale into his lungs and be like... <laughs> Time to go throw driving. <laughs> terrible. Classic Florida an, man. No, it's always it's always it's always a short adventure with Florida man. Oh, of course it is. So just another day in the life. He's got to get every day challenge. Get yourself in jail in a new way every day. Go. I. Oh, is this? A, is, are we doing a bit? All right, going <laughs> to jail. Um, first way, I'm gonna jaywalk a lot, just crossing the street back and forth, back and forth. Then I'm gonna steal candy from a candy store. Uh huh. From a child who owns the candy store. <laughs> I'm gonna go and buy a lot of tiki torches and then light them in a fireworks store and walk away. Oh, perfect! And yeah. then it blows up. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna uh, shoplift from Five Below. <laughs> five Below. <laughs> It's a new game, a new game show. How many items from Five Below could you fit in your pants how much nobody can, lo- noticing? How much how much money worth of stuff could you get? It's not gonna, if you can get more than fifty dollars worth, worth of merchandise, I you win. You win because that means you have a, in terms of volumetric space of stuff you've acquired, you're pushing like four shopping carts. I I love that this guy I uh, the police officer just pulls him over and the twelve year old he's like license and registration to the twelve year old and and he's sipping a beer just like hey I'm not drinking and driving like she should go to jail and he's just fine. he handcuffs the twelve year old and puts her in the thing he's like you're free to go sir he's like oh, oh thank you <laughs> thank you officer I didn't know you could uh you could get arrested for I didn't know it was technically called author it was said uh allowing an auth- unauthorized person to drive and causing a minor to become a delinquent for buying the girl's vape pen <laughs> i didn't know that that's what it was like you I, made her into a drug I, and now you will go to jail i didn't know i could put the attribute of delinquent on somebody else <laughs> i kind of like that <laughs> i could make somebody just else go into a child's room and you sprinkle cigarettes over their sleeping <laughs> body <laughs> Like a like a big cake, you're putting <laughs> putting a bunch of candles uh, and lighting a bunch of cigarettes. Happy around birthday, you. Timmy! I hope you're happy. <laughs> and then Timmy's just like everything changed after he sprinkled some cigarettes over me. <sighs> now I'm addicted, man. I it oh, really got me. It got me now, so good. I used to be an honor student. <laughs> now I'm <laughs> now, just a delinquent. I'm just a delinquent now. Well, that was wonderful. What from one crime to another? This is conspiracy query. Dun, 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 dun. Perfect. That was actually a good little theme song. Conspiracy query is a segment in which I present Theo with conspiracy theories, and he has to guess which one I made up. The rest are ones that I've found on the internet. This one normally we do three, and two of them are correct are real. This one is. Jack the Ripper edition. Ooh, special bonus edition. And this is specifically aimed at uh, who Jack the Ripper is. Okay. Because that has been a a huge... I don't think any case has been more studied than Jack the Ripper. He probably died before pointing out to the press that it's pronounced Jacques the Ripper, stupid I, Americans. I think he came up with the name Jack the Ripper, which is fucking ki- <laughs> wait, like wait, so they, good. They let him pick his own supervillain name? When when it's Jack the Ripper? Oh, yeah, you do. That's so good. <laughs> you've it's, been hit by, you've been struck by Jack the Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if it was up to the Victorian newspapers to come up with one, they'd just be like, ah, the Whitechapel Whisperer. And he's like, uh, no. No, no I need to be remembered in history for all times. And it needs to be, you know, murder oriented. The Slippered Slayer. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not wearing slippers. No, no, that's not it. Keep, keep What's the next one? Come on. The- <laughs> you could do better. The Effeminate Killer. Oh, come <laughs> on. Now you're just insulting me. <laughs> the Ugly Unseen Intruder. <laughs> it's like, okay, come on. The man with the very small pee-pee who also happened to kill a few folks. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I've been working hard on this. There are certain, it's, uh, there are certain names for serial killers that uh, are like not good. I think one of, like, do you know BTK, bind, torture, kill? 
Mm-hmm. He was a serial killer. He would go into people's houses. I think his name was like for a long time the screen door killer or something like that. I'm like, that's the worst. Okay. It's it anyway. sounds like he installed a bunch of faulty screen doors and killed a bunch of folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh all right, so this is who the identity of Jack the Ripper is. The first one is uh, a theory called the Royal Ripper, that Prince Albert Victor was the Ripper. He was one of the prince princes of the time. Number two, that the presidential Ripper, president at the time Grover Cleveland was the Ripper in America. Yeah, he would come over and murder. They think that he came over on a boat. Yeah, stayed at the embassy. Yeah, had a nice cup of tea. Uh huh. Killed a man. Yeah. Had another nice cup of tea. Yeah. And went back to America. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That follows. Sure. Okay. He, I, I put that in between the Royal Ripper and this next one, which is serial murderer H.H. H. Holmes was also Jack the Ripper. Hmm. I don't know much about H.H. H. Holmes. Do you have any more H- info for me? H.H. H. Holmes was in uh, Chicago during the World's Fair. Oh, this is the... He's, yeah, okay. And he made a murder hotel, which is got the it, coolest it. thing in the world. Um. It's not the coolest thing. He murdered a lot of people in it, but from like a horror kind of thing, it's I really. Would, neat. I would have loved to be at that. You know, be there. I would know? not. I yeah. <laughs> uh, number four is the theory uh, of Jill the Ripper mm. that Jack the Ripper was actually a woman. Mm. And that. number and number five uh, is. I, I named this theory entering a wonderland of madness that Lewis Carroll was the Ripper, the author oh, of Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland. Right. So one of these is fake. Yes. We got We've got the the royal. Yep. The, who's the prince? We've got the president. Yep. We've got H. H. Holmes. Yep. We got the theory that it was a woman. And then Lewis Carroll. Mmm. See there's there are some of these I find very believable for like the English populace at that time. I could totally see them being like, we don't like the royals. We think they're killing us and mm-hmm. stealing our bread. Like mm-hmm. I could see that. I could also say, we don't like the Americans. They're stupid and stinky and they're stealing our bread. <laughs> <laughs> I could see, um, what was the next one? Oh, we get the Chicago. Yeah, H.H. Holmes. Mm, that's a little bit more highbrow uh, theory. It's, Highfalutin? It's it's a little farther away from stealing bread. Um, I could see Jill the Ripper. She's a woman. We hate her. She's stealing our bread. <laughs> What's with you the bread? It's and murdering women. Alice in Wonderland. Oh, he's just a crazy boy who writes books. He's probably trying to steal our money and our bread. Stop <laughs> <laughs> the bread. These poor women's stomachs were full of bread before he <laughs> cut them open and <laughs> stole the stinky bread. The stinky bread. She wants it. <laughs> she must have it. So which one of these? I think is the fake the one is Grover Cleveland. I think that's. I think you it's think a little far fetched to be a real that, a real thought that the president that the came president over was coming and over and murdered people. I think that I think it's a little too. That's your final too, answer? A little too convenient. Yes, yes, but I have to put the addendum on this that I'm notoriously very bad at this game. And you've expanded my options from three to five, <laughs> bringing my odds down by a solid 13%. Here's the thing, though. 
you're correct. Yeah. That was I'm the one I came correct. up with. What I meant to say was I'm the best at this game <laughs> and you adding more options has only made me stronger. <laughs> I have expanded your mind. That's what I thought you were going to say. Like I've, I've thought of new things because I keep on losing. Yeah. Grover Cleveland didn't, <laughs> he didn't do it. He didn't, no, of course he didn't do it. <laughs> it was. It's a very dumb theory. Um, but it is uh, of one that I was like, maybe I looked up. I had I had my own kind of uh, brain fart when I was researching this because I was like Grover Cleveland. Okay, uh, who was after Grover Cleveland? Because I because in 1888 is when these murders take place, okay. and I was like, oh, there's an election that went on, and okay. he lost. To this guy named Harris, and then I was like, "Right, that was a president, <laughs> President Harris." Sure. Here's here's the thing, though. After Harris is Grover Cleveland again. Wait, what? He just tur- took a took a term off. Yeah, he lost, <laughs> and then he came back. He's the only president to ever do that. He was like, "Look, maybe I wasn't so bad. Maybe and they're you just, want he's me like, back." Who even remembers Harris? Am I right? Am and I'm I right? just like, you're kind of right. I don't remember Harris. I don't remember. Like, remember all those shitty things I did? Not, not me. I don't. But I we don't don't, we also don't like Harris. Uh, do you want me to go into some of these? Please, uh, yeah, please, please dive in. For the Royal Ripper, Prince Albert Victor, uh, could the Whitechapel murderer have been a member of the royal family? <gasps> it's a radical idea that was first seriously proposed in the latter half of the 20th century when fingers began to be pointed at Prince Albert Victor, son of Edward VIII and grandson of Queen Victoria, who died of pneumonia at 28. Several decades into the 20th century, a certain Dr. Thomas Stowell wrote an article which heavily implied Prince Albert had committed the Ripper murders after being driven insane by syphilis. Mm. So he was banging some prostitutes and he was like, time to kill him, I guess. (laughs) Time to die. You gave me syphilis and now I'm fucking crazy. Now I'm wild. (laughs) Grasping for any circumstantial evidence he could, Stowell compared Ripper victim mutilations to the evisceration of deer shot by royals on their country estates. He's like, have you seen them shooting deer? It looks exactly like this. He's like, they disembowel it like they disembowel. Literally, every, every hunter does it. Damn it. That's not a very good. <laughs> Don't you know how they take the organs out of an animal before eating it? It's exactly the same. Another writer called Frank Spearing expanded on, uh, on this far-fetched concept with his book, Prince Jack, when... Uh, but when British officials shraggingly allowed access to the royal archives to test his theory of a cover-up, Spearing mysteriously didn't take them up on the offer. So I love that they're <laughs> just like, like, sure, you may go into our archives. It's fucking bullshit. And he's just like, mm, you're kind of, I thought nah. there was going to, I was going to write a whole article about how you weren't going to let me in. And then you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, uh, that's, I was banking on you trying to hide information. Ooh. I didn't even know what I was going to look at. I really I didn't think gonna... I was getting going to get this far. I like that. Yeah. I like a good conspiracy theorist. When presented with the opportunity to learn and grow, he decided not to take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then there's a second uh, fun one that I'm going to include because it's it sounds like a like a story. Um, so I really enjoy it. Prince Albert Victor also turns up in the most notorious theory of all but as a hapless supporting player rather than the killer himself. The so-called Royal Conspiracy was popularized in Stephen Knight's 1976 book, Jack the Ripper, The Final Solution. All right. I don't, <laughs> is, I feel like... Hey, people, this <laughs> is it once and for all. I've got all the facts. I've got all the details. I'm calling it myself. Like the 
biggest crossover of the century between <laughs> Nazis and Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Uh, and begins the with Prince final solution. <laughs> oh exactly. God! Uh, begins with Prince Albert Victor secretly falling in love with a common shop girl called Annie Crook. Uh-huh. Uh, utterly outraged, the royal family put a stop to this relationship. With royal physician Doctor William Gull having Annie Cook certified insane and committed to an asylum. I feel like we're doing an Amazon erotica right uh-huh. now because uh, it's just ridiculous. Uh, then, according to the theory, a group of Annie's friends, Marianne Nichols, Annie Chapman. All the victims decided to blackmail the royal family, threatening to go public with the story. Thus, William Gull, a man now in his 70s in poor health, was dispatched by royal decree to slaughter them all in a bizarrely ritualistic faction. Hey, come here. I'm going to murder you. Come on. Just get over here. You're fine. <laughs> But what about Catherine Eddowes, the fifth canonical victim? According to this theory, she wasn't one of the blackmailers, but was apparently killed due to mistaken identity. Oh my god. <laughs> so they, and she was the most brutal murderer of them all, so he's just like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> oh, dang it. Oh, man. There was there was only four of them. I killed an <laughs> extra person. Oh, uh, well, uh, all of the day's work, I guess. H.H. Mm. Uh, H. Holmes could be one of America's first silky Serial killers be also be the Ripper. No one knows for sure how many lives H.H. H. Holmes took, but it's believed he was responsible for killing as many as 200 people in the late 19th century. The crowning achievement uh, was his hotel on Chicago's south side uh, that he engineered to be a factory of death, complete with gas chamber, dis- dissection room, trap doors, and a basement furnace for destroying any traces of his sinister work. Although Holmes was arrested, convicted, and sentenced to death, some Ripperologists believe it wasn't Holmes who was executed in 1896 <laughs> and that his murder spree wasn't limited to the United States. Holmes' own great-great-grandson, Jeff Mid- M- Mudgett, believes his ancestor was also Jack the Ripper based on a series of diary entries in which Holmes uh, purportedly outlined his involvement in the Whitechapel murders. This so person are, is are grasping just, at straws. Are we just taking the word of the great great grandson who is of the person who wants some? He's no some more. Good. Just because he's the great great grandson doesn't make him any more qualified to give an opinion on this. I don't think he's also given these diary entries. He's just saying that he has diary. So you're full of shit. <laughs> if you don't have evidence, you're just full of shit. But I'm a ripperologist too. Come on, mm. uh, come on, me. Also, uh, are we supposed to believe that this guy is in his right mind just because he's? You know he's this far removed. What if he's? What if he's? <gasps> what if he idolizes? What if he's the great, Jack the Ripper. What if he's the Jack the Ripper? That's all I'm saying. That's all you're saying. Well, <laughs> I also love the idea that they're just like, what if he wasn't executed? What if he escaped? And it's just like, what? That's what a if, huge. What if leap. he escaped through the sewers? You don't what know. He, he could be down there. What if they pulled a a good prestige? Mm-hmm. A prestige uh, moment from the movie Prestige, and they switched him out with his identical twin. <laughs> and that would maybe be a good one. Uh, Jill the Ripper. Uh, Inspector Abilene himself, who was the main investigator, pondered the possibility after Mary Kelly's murder. A witness claimed to have spotted a woman wearing Mary's shawl out and about hours after her apparent time of death. So could this have been Jill the Ripper? The idea was eventually popularized in a 1939 book called Jack the Ripper, A New Theory. It argued that a woman, perhaps a mad midwife, would be able to wander in the small hours without arousing too much suspicion, even if she was splattered with blood. This midwife also would have anatomical knowledge to carry out the mutilations. Uh, 
Uh, they even had a specific na- name of Mary Percy, uh, who was convicted and executed for savagely murdering a woman and her child in 1890. And also Sir Arthur Conan Doyle also toyed with this notion. I, You know, I got to wonder, at what point during the murders was the nickname Jack the Ripper come up with? Was it after the first murder, the second murder? I, I, I know think it's like, he, he said it in a letter and it signed Jack the Ripper. That would be pretty darn awesome if it was a lady and she was like i'm gonna make them all think that i'm a man so that they're on the lookout for a guy and just go undetected that would be it's pretty, super smart pretty baller uh and then last but not least lewis carroll perhaps the most unlikely suspect to be ser- seriously proposed is lewis carroll, <laughs> author of alice's adventures in wonderland rumors have always swirled about his friendship with the real life alice and his possibly pedophilic tendencies Ugh. But in the 1990s, a man called Richard Wallace took things further with the book Jack the Ripper, Lighthearted Friend, which fingered Carol as the Ripper. The evidence? Apparently, Carol confessed everything through hidden anagrams in his writings. Yeah, he, he sure did. Yeah, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wallace took passages by Carol and rejigged the letters to spell out phrases like, I got a tight hold of her and slit her throat. The trouble is, you could do the same thing with any piece of writing. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could even do it to Winnie the Pooh. So, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, simply wonderful. So, so Winnie the Pooh is a murderer, and I want everybody to know that. Anyway, that is Jack Poom, the Ripper Poom murderer confirmed. A very interesting. I think Jack the Ripper is very interesting. Very interesting, uh, mostly because of how much it is researched. Mm. They have dedicated Ripperologists. I I went on a tour of it when I was in London. Oh, did you? Yeah, you just mostly, like, walk around to the places, but it does add a little bit of, like, you go down a cobblestone path, and it's like, yeah, so you see that construction zone, because there's construction everywhere. It's mm-hmm. like, that she was murdered, like, right about there, and you're just like, oh, I can kind of feel yeah, this. Yeah, but was she wearing her hard hat? <laughs> got him. Got she him. wasn't, and that's why she died. <laughs> Maybe no, it was, it was a because a murderer got her. Murder got her. Yep. Anyway, let's go to your segment. We have another segment for you. For me. For you. This week, we have another edition of the worst theme parks in America. Or I guess the, I guess the world, because yeah, last time was... was Stalin's world. So I guess it's in the world, not just the America. Mm-hmm. This one, though, feels particularly American. This is the Fountain of Youth Park <laughs> in oh, beautiful wow. Florida. They finally found it. They it only finally... took us like... Two Listen, or three hundred years. It was under our nose this whole time. Oh, they found it. <laughs> it it's you said in Florida because that would be appropriate. It is in Florida. Yeah, that's where they thought it was. That's where they thought the it was. You know, it's they went on. They should have got Nick Cage in there for another national treasure. Send him down <laughs> to Florida. Hey, give them those. Like normally, I would say, don't give them ideas. Please give them please, those ideas. I please, want more Disney Cage. Disney, please do it. Please do it. <laughs> Put it on Disney Plus. I don't care. So this is from the Fountain of Youth. The Fountain of Youth is essentially just like a park with a few different attractions. One of which is like something that they say, this could be the Fountain of Youth. (laughs) You know, it could be. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's a little blurb from their website. We invite you to visit us for a fascinating, informative, entertaining tour of Ponce de Leon's Fountain of Youth Archaeological Park, the original site of the nation's oldest city. There's... Very little evidence to support any of the things they claim. Just FYI. Mm -hmm. 
Located at the area first explored by Juan Ponce de Leon in 1513 and settled by Pedro Menendez de Alviles in 1565, historic St. Augustine is the oldest successful European settlement in the United States. So successful that it's now turned into a tourist trap in in shitty Florida. (laughs) Great. Colonial America started right... Right here, 55 years before the Pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock and 42 years before Jamestown. With a long, rich history spanning nearly 500 years, the Fountain of Youth Park will delight and amaze you. Whether you visit for an hour or take all day, our 15 waterfront acres will provide you with hours of enjoyment. I just can't help but point out that they say whether you visit for an hour or a day will provide you with hours of enjoyment. If you stay for an hour, you get an hour of enjoyment. Yeah. I think (laughs) there's only an... I think there's only an hour of enjoyment to get from that well, place. when you're this close to the Fountain of Youth, there's time distortions. It's a powerful energy. You know, when I go to Disney World, I'm always like, I could just spend an hour here. I'll just take a single yeah, hour exactly, to be at Disney right? World. Nobody's ever done that in the world. You can't do anything in an hour in Disney. You'll stand in line and then have to leave. Yeah. So from Wikipedia, it says the Fountain of Youth Archaeological Park has been touted as the likely 1513 Florida landing site of Spanish explorer Ponce Leon, although yeah. no evidence has been found to substantiate this claim. <laughs> Recent research by amateur by amateur historian Douglas Peck has placed another possible landing site in the vicinity of Melbourne Beach in Brevard County. The park contains a well claiming to be the freshwater source referred to in by Antonia de Herrera a Tordesillas and supposedly sought by Ponce de Leon, but there is no supporting evidence. Archaeological <laughs> excavation by ta- by Dr. Kathleen Deegan on the park's grounds on the 1990s uncovered remains of the first Spanish settlement and its fortifications in St. Augustine. I just love how many qualifiers there are, they are that like, there's no evidence. There's no evidence. I, I think that's a running theme with this is, hey, you said that earlier that it might be the Fountain of Youth. It's unverified. I think you can verify that. I think that's something that's actually very easy to verify. Dunk dunk somebody in. Do they stop aging? Or do they like yeah, do check, they not just, die? Just just check on them. Have we found it? Have have we found the cure to all of the things? Put there's so many old people in Florida. You can just dunk one of them in <laughs> just and get, see if they die. Just get one of those planes they use on farms and sprinkle all of Florida with this water. Just see yes. if it saves everyone. It's 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 wild to me. So the history of this is actually something I think is pretty interesting. Okay. So it says, beginning in the 1860s, there were a series of small attractions on the grounds of the present-day Fountain of Youth Archaeological Park. These attractions showcased a well describing as a spring and the attractive ground surrounding it. The attraction was enlarged by Luella de McConnell in 1904. Diamond Lil, as she was known, fabricated stories to amuse and appall the city's residents and tourists until her accident until death in 1927. So okay. she basically was someone who was like, this this park has a history of just being fake. Yeah. Like, like someone made it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a vague, like somebody somewhere made this up. They have the name and date of someone making this up. Like they know the details of the, of the lie. Here, here's the thing though. Scientology is a full religion. Mm-hmm. And we know that L. Ron Hubbard was full of shit. Mm-hmm. And he was a science fiction writer, and yet people still go to it in droves. So the fact that I don't, I think nobody's really looking into the history of this You're not wrong. park. So I watched. There's a there's a video on their on their website, and it's, I'm, okay, 
this is what I'm envisioning for this park. Uh-huh. It's just I just imagine a big fountain. Yeah. And that's it. So it's a bit better than that in that they have some like they have some like well-maintained grounds. Like so it's got some natural beauty to it. But then there is like a place you can go and you get a little Dixie cup and you dip dip it in the water and you drink it. And that's that's the main attraction. I'm, hey, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. There's probably so many pennies in there. I don't want your dirty penny water. Yeah. So the intro video begins. There's only one name for adventure. The Fountain of Youth. I'm, no, I, I like, think I'm good. <laughs> I don't know if there is only one name for adventure. <laughs> I'm not sure there's, there's Fountain of Youth. There's either. one name for adventure and it's. Indiana Jones. But also, <laughs> there's the Fountain of Youth. Remember Ponce de, de Leon? Do you remember him from like middle school? No, well, don't? he's well, back. Well, he's back. <laughs> the, in the video, they say the birthplace of Saint Saint Augustine. No fewer than four times. Um, and then the activities they show are like some people shambling around, holding flags, like, <laughs> like half larping, but mostly just like walking around. I love I love that image of just like old people just shuffling their feet like oh get us to the fountain quick exactly come on why are you holding us up uh, they show some people squatting in mud don't oh, don't know why they have that love that that's some good Woodstock kind of yep. vibes so here are a couple reviews from this from Yelp Lori O says don't drink the water. My mother was just there last week, and we had to take her to the emergency room Sunday night. She was vomiting, and her stomach was really messed up. After two days of testing, the doctor came in and asked if she asked if she had been out of the country and drank the water. She said no one, no one, and told him, uh, sorry, she said no, and told him that she had been drinking, been to the Fountain of Youth. The doctor proceeded to tell us that she evidently got some kind of parasite from the water. She now has been in the hospital for three days on a liquid diet while they try to flush it out of her system and give her two pints of blood to replace what she has lost through vomiting and bowel movements. One star. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I think think they should implement a zero star just for that. (laughs) If you have to go to the emergency room and get two pints of blood, that's probably... probably That's probably pretty bad. But the hospital experience, five stars. Make it a drinking fountain. Of youth, like give it, <laughs> just make it something that it's not like feeded water, like non-flowing water. Maybe they should get some sponsorship. There's a sponsorship opportunity. The Fountain of Youth, what? brought to you by Brita Filters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, by Poland Springs. <laughs> Another review, Jeff N. They say when you visit Saint Augustine for the first time, you should go to the Fountain of Youth once and drink from the spring. If you drank a cup of water, you will live forever. That's why, to ensure I live forever, I had seconds and thirds, but no more than that. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have felt like a hoarder. But I digress. Three stars. He <laughs> <laughs> was so into it, and he was like, "The water wasn't great. Also, I see wrinkles. I think it did. I've been bamboozled. I did drink it three times. Maybe the spell is broken. I don't I think know. it's is is it like I love you, I love you not kind of thing. <laughs> like you drink it once, I love you, but if you do it too many times, if you have an even <laughs> amount, you're done. All right, I got a couple more reviews. All right, Nicholas says 
After wasting $30 to get in for two people, I am happy to see that there's a liquor store next to the park. <laughs> After being disappointed at the tourist trap, this is, I need a drink. If you're visiting, check out the fort, the lighthouse, the wax museum, Ripley's, do a ghost tour, and go see the torture museum, and pay extra to see the micro art there. That was worth it. Fountain of Youth was a waste of money. Nothing informational to even learn. Just nonsense. I, I was like, wait. that. There's... The review is like, at least there's a liquor store. <laughs> That's the most Florida thing. The, the review is helpful. Like He's like, there are all of these attractions all around. Don't don't go to this one. They're go not to even the, good go to the torture museum. Like, literally, why does every place have a torture museum? Can know. can we just... I know why there's a Ripley's Believe in or not. I know why there's a Wax Museum. Why are there torture museums everywhere? Anyway, we're off, off track. <laughs> that just pisses me off. There shouldn't be so much torture museums. Last review from Melody. Melody says, I went recently to Ponce de Leon's Fountain of Youth Archaeological Park in St. Augustine. It is dog-friendly, so we brought our dog. You can buy peanuts <laughs> to feed the co- peacocks. You can drink water from the famous Fountain of Youth Spring. We went to three fountains that day. The Fountain of Youth, the Fountain of Juice across the street, <laughs> and our dog went to the Fountain of Pooch Dog Water Stations. Four stars. I love that there's all these businesses that are themed around this one park. This Fountain one very juice. bad park. <laughs> Fountain of Juice and Fountain of Pooch. <laughs> Fountain of Pooch is great. I thought you were going to say, like, uh, we went to this place and it's dog shit. Like, <laughs> I thought it was going to be that. We brought our dog. dog friendly. It was terrible. Uh, all right. That was wonderful. Thank you for that. And I, I have one last somewhat quick segment. Bring me home. They call you the country road of Segment City. Normally, not very quick one, but we're going to do an Amazon erotica. Ooh. This is a series called the Hidden Kingdom uh, Trilogy, uh, which is, of course, an erotica. The mm-hmm. segment is which mm-hmm. in which I present a uh, one of the best-selling eroticas on Amazon to Theo and read the description. The first book is called A Torn Page, but page like the name page, so mm-hmm. P-A-I-G-E, and gotcha. she's next to a big wolf. This is a fucking... They do this every every one of these books. One, two, things are changing for you. Three, four, <laughs> monsters at your door. Oh, no. Five, six, no one could predict. <gasps> Seven, eight, you'll learn their mates, that they're your mates. Oh, no, no. Nine, ten, it's time to fight again. Oh, no. Paige Alice has changed. But she's not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a bad thing. <laughs> I'm to guess. She's the good, four annoying and different types of men who she trusts with her life. Hey, why does <laughs> why hey, is that good? Hey, if why they're is, so annoying, why are you trusting them with your life? The good, piece of shit men who she trusts with her life. Unwor- flaky, terrible men. A scary but faithful sidekick. What does that even mean? And of course, her crazy family. The of bad? course. Oh, I did. I should. I shouldn't have written out her uh, crazy I, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I would love if she just had like a Midwestern uh, <laughs> mother, just like, oh, honey, where's your friends? Are they coming over? I made bean dip. Do they want some bean dip? <laughs> no, mom. They don't want bean dip. Why are you so crazy, mom? <laughs> One, two. I hate you. Oh no. <laughs> Three, four. I'm leaving through the front door. Okay. <laughs> the bad. Everything else. <laughs> just everything it. else that's it just everything else so the uh, good, let me just tally this up the good includes four annoying men and the bad includes everything else yeah but you forget her scary but faithful sidekick 
Oh, I did forget uh, and of that. Course, right. I think that might be the big wolf on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a little, there's three asterisk like messages from the author. This is the first in reverse harem romance trilogy. There's adult themes, of course, the 18 plus only. Sorry about the cliffhanger. But the second Aww. book will be released in early December. And then she, <laughs> best-selling author, L- L- Lilla, Lilla Rose. Uh, writing as L Rose to bring you a brand spanking new reverse harem paranormal romance series. You'll laugh, maybe cry, and hopefully enjoy Feisty Page in her annoyingly hot men. Annoyingly hot. <laughs> These annoyingly hot men. The second book in the series is A Lost Page. Mm-hmm. God damn, I hate this. One, two, death is surrounding you. No. <laughs> Three, four, you'll fight even more. Oh, I fought last time. <laughs> Five, six, grab your crucifix. Oh. That was actually a fun one. Seven, eight, learn more of your fate. Nine, ten, battle every now and then. Oh, <laughs> just a fun little battle every once in a just while. Just every once. I mean, I, c- I could subscribe to that for every every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, Paige Alice knows heartache. Yet she still has so much to deal with being the ghoul queen. Hey, it's me. I'm the ghoul queen. Hey, baby, it's me, the ghoul queen. Coming back. You guys thought you could annoy me? Some annoying, like, influencer, like, what's up, bitches? It's me, (laughs) the ghoul queen. Way back here. (laughs) She does the, like, intro thing of just, like, boo. What's up? (laughs) What's up, boo? What's up, boo? Ghoul queen. (laughs) She'll have to pull up her big girl panties, steal her heart, and get on with queenly duties. Only she didn't realize it would involve an up close and personal with the devil himself. She really upgraded men. She went right right to the Prince of Darkness there. Yeah, she went right for it. And also none of the annoying men. She really upgraded. Um, and then last but not least, because this cover is just, it's her and she's surrounded by like just a series of twinks. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of mm-hmm. just in in all different flavors. It's great. It's wonderful. There's like a a Jacob from Twilight looking guy, guy with a suit with the the thing open. Great. Uh, <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Uh, one, two, learning what's new. Three, four. It's time to set the score. Oh. Seven, five, five, six. Things just might get nixed. Okay. Seven, eight. There is so much hate. Nine ten. It's time to live again. Dark days filled with pain are present in Paige's life. If it wasn't for her men, she would have given up a while ago. I love that she says that like it's her dogs. Like if it wasn't for my dog, my boys, I would have given up. Even with the looming visit to the council, who she's sure want to see her destroyed, she can easily take them on because she has her guys at her side. And as long and as long as they aren't harmed, then she won't have to kill anyone. For now, if you touch a hair on one of my pretty boys' faces, my my little fuck boy harem, if you touch a single one of them, I will rip your throats out. I will ghoul you so fast. If you touch his perfectly manicured hair and his chiseled body. Then if you're going to do that, you're going to see my scary best friend. 
who's who's the devil who's the devil who the is the devil now we didn't have a romance with the devil and that's it that's just the that's just the thing uh they have a wow. picture of the they have a picture of the author and it's just her taking a selfie in her like minivan which is <laughs> it's great i love it i do love this one uh and that ends the podcast too. One, two, we'd like to thank you. <laughs> Three, four. But wait, there was one more. Rachel Robeson. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> Good job. Good job, my boy. You did it. We did it. Thank you, Rachel. She does our intro music. She has a podcast of her own, Create Loud. Go check that mm-hmm. out. I cut you but, off because usually, usually you do a little bit more outro before we yeah. get right to it. But the, the rhyme scheme. You got it. You got it. The rhyme yeah. scheme. Five six. We have more tricks. Oh, in YouTube and in Twitter. YouTube. Our Twitter is at Segment City. Our YouTube is Segment City. Uh, seven eight. Send us some hate mail. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> don't send us hate. Don't send us hate mail at se- Segment City Podcast at Gmail dot com. Send us any segments that you wanna want us to do or any other stuff. Uh, any hate mail and g- leave us a review. N- n- wait, nine, nine, nine ten. ten. We'll, we'll do it again. We have more episodes available on on YouTube and yep, and other podcast <laughs> you know, services. And recommend it to your friends. Leave a star rating. Leave us a review. We would love that. And I think that's about it. Eleven, twelve. I'm out of this shit. I'm done. <laughs> I'm fucking done. I'm done with this. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>